All right, welcome back to the latest and the greatest of the Blue Brother Sportscast. Real talk, real fans. We bring you Michigan football each and every week. I am Caleb, and with me as always is Craig. I'm back. You're back. Well, not uh, not always. Back in tan. You missed out last week. Yeah, I was. I told people I hope you got sunburnt. Did you get sunburnt? <laughs> nope. Dang it. Dude, I do pretty well with my sunblock and back in tan. Yeah. Like everybody likes. You know. Yeah, I got I got toasted one time real bad when I was younger, when I was like in high school. So I uh, I've done I do a pretty good job of making sure that doesn't happen again. But um, yeah, we've got uh, kind of surprised this uh, episode. Uh, I didn't know last week what was going to be going on this week, so I didn't know what to tell people to expect. But we pulled together a little bit of surprise, so we'll begin to that here in a little bit with the Michigan football talk. Uh, Kind of uh, general talk here at the beginning, though, before we get into the real talk. Uh, Craig, do you do you binge on Netflix? Do you ever do that? Uh, sometimes. Yeah, you know, I like the Dare, Daredevil series. I like um, just finished watching Stranger Things, which was amazing. Oh, you did. Great. I'm, I'm yeah. glad you brought that because that's what I was going to bring up. I, oh, I, yeah. That is... I feel like that is my really only binge. Like by my definition of binge is like you watch almost all of it in one day because I watched two episodes one night and yeah. then uh I think it was last Thursday night and then Friday night I watched everything. Like I watched <laughs> the rest of it. It was from like I think like 9 p.m. until like 5 a.m. or something. Mhm. So I like that's my definition of binge, and I, I got like suck, they sucked me in good, and I was stuck on it. That was awesome. Yeah, it's a great show. I mean, not only is it fantastic for people, you know, I know anybody who doesn't know Caleb's younger than me, and I I'm an '80s kid, so it's all based on the '80s. It's in the '80s, um, but uh, just being in that era as a teenager really made me appreciate. Just the the hairstyles, the clothing, the music, and everything around it. Um, just you know, the cool thing about the show, that show, is I'm not giving away anything here, but uh, just the whole back in the '80s was this big thing on little kid. You know, when you had friends, you always wanted to explore. It didn't matter, you know. Oh, you yeah. want to explore. You want to go have an adventure. You get on your bikes and you go have an adventure, and this is what this kind of movie is. It's got excitement. It's got all kinds of cool stuff and uh, question marks, and you're always going, "What's happening?" and "What's going on?" But it's a really great show. So. Yeah, if if you like mystery science, I, I don't yeah. want to say horror. No, um, but uh, I mean the title is great, Stranger Things. Um, I was talking with our friend Brandon, and he's big '80s, uh, big into '80s stuff too, and everything. And just like I felt like it paid, played homage to home, so many things, like you were saying about going out and exploring. I mean, they did a really good job of capturing the '80s. The intro, the music, and the the design, so so '80s. So it made me think of Tron. Um, yeah. And then what was, a, I mean, it, it looked like they took stuff almost directly to apply yeah. to like E.T. Yeah, if you like the movie Super 8, it's like that. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's, uh, it, there are a lot of differences, but I 
Yeah, absolutely thought of that as well. So don't don't want to get into too much that we're not definitely not here to spoil anything for anybody. We but we had uh, I I'm glad you brought that up and you watched that because I was going to say if you haven't watched that, I'm pretty sure you would like it. Yeah. So, so I binge watched on Daredevil and I binge watched on that, and I'm going to start another one. And yeah, I'm like you, man. I watch one, and then you know what what happens with I watch it, and then I I look over to my wife and she'll go, "All right, another one." <laughs> yeah. go, oh, let's watch another one but you can't just watch one right there's no commercials you go right through it and you're just you're excited because you know right in the, there you don't have to wait a week you know you had to wait a week back yeah. in the 80s you, you get to see one and then you had to wait a whole another week to see it again and took a long time but not now well, that, the, that Netflix got it going on, don't they? Yeah, but the thing that sucks though is like once the season's done it's like yeah wait like oh, yeah, forever sure. Yeah, I was, no, uh, golly, come on! I know. Like uh, I was talking to Brandon, Brandon about the Stranger Things. It's just like it's got, uh, around a year or something. You're gonna have to wait. Yeah. yeah, this is. I might forget. I might have to watch it again just so I know keep up with it. So, uh, well, I'm kind of wondering too, like how much they take from one season to the next, or if they do like different stories for each. But we'll we'll see with that. We'll see. Not not to get. We're not a movie review podcast, but we certainly could talk about it for a long time. So without further ado, we I'm going to will... cut in real quick. All right. All right. I'll bring up something in the, in a, in a, in a small rant. Okay. Oh, this, this is Craig Grant. Okay. Look, I want to bring up the whole Chad Carr thing. Okay. The Chad Carr family house got robbed. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, their computer got stolen, so you know what? We need to really do something with, for this family because they lost their kid to cancer. And you know what? They're a big part of the Michigan family, so if anybody has any information on these pe- people's computer, all they want is the hard drive and the memories that go along with it. Uh, call the Pitts- Pittsfield tip line at 734-822-4958, and they already have a 500 uh, dollar reward right now so uh, try to get that out there see if anybody knows anything but uh it's come on that's this is a great family they very special this talking about lloyd carr's uh is a grandkid grandson yeah so yeah so yeah, yeah. no that's so, that's definitely great to mention i mean i i uh, there's a good chance that a lot of our listeners have seen the information about that and seen that number but it's definitely good to share uh, again, especially in case there are those people who haven't heard that, because uh, you never know where something might come up. So, yeah, that's yeah. unfortunate to hear. Uh, hopefully, we hear some good news about that being resolved here sometime soon. So, yeah. Speaking with Michigan family and football, we do have uh, a lot to talk about here before we get to the spring game. So, we will go ahead and um, transition things here to be talking more about football coming up. All right. Well, welcome back, everybody. And we've actually got a little bit of a surprise this week, uh, kind of impromptu. We have a mega cast coming back with the Blue Network. We've got everybody here. We've got Craig, as always. And then we've also got Rashawn and Zeke with us to join us for the mega cast. And we're here to talk about the spring game coming up. 
uh, what we're looking for. We're excited about it. Uh, this is always kind of a nice little preview getting into the, uh, the football for the next season coming up. I know that we don't have everybody that will be on the team because we've got the early enrollees, but it's a little bit of a preview. So uh, kind of before we jump into things, I mean, it's been a while since we've had Rashawn and Zeke with us. So, man, how's it going, guys? Man, it's going awesome. Who could have it going great? Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Rashawn, Rashawn's starting a movement where uh, instead of yelling nobody, he's going to be doing the whisper movement. Nobody. <laughs> like right in, right in people's ears. Like right yes. in there. I love it. Yeah, and then going we'll great. What, those soft whispers out of uh, Ann Arbor where Rashawn's from are starting to turn into loud roars down here in Georgia if you look at what's That's going right. on with recruiting. Yeah. You guys yes. are uh, – it's – it's nothing but maize and blue love down here right now. Hey, man, yeah, yeah tell them, uh, Zeke, you even got one of your kids got a Michigan offer, one of the kids Zeke coached. Talk about that for a minute. You guys are going to love the name if you haven't already seen it, and I'm sure you have, Mr. Steel Chambers. I mean, is there a better name for a linebacker <laughs> than Steel Chambers? Oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> oh, baby. Sounds like yeah. some but, uh, bad, like, 80s uh, action film. <laughs> right. And, and like better yet, the figure. kid is uh, – <laughs> Just a fantastic 3.9 grade point average. Um, a young African American kid with with uh, with you know with the with the braids all braided back, but he's a country music loving country wow. boy. I mean, he's just a, a walking oxymoron, but a football playing Jesse. Just a playmaker. Just uh, a, but a great great kid. Um, one one of the best kids I've ever coached, no doubt about that. Well, that's wow. awesome, man! Congratulations. Yeah, shout out Steel Chambers. Yeah, so if you're listening, uh, congratulations, Steel Chambers. That's awesome. That's great to see. And uh, keeping up with the Michigan football talk, uh, spring game is this week. Uh, I know that uh, Rashawn and Craig are looking at uh, trying to make it. I myself won't be there. Uh, Zeke, you're you're not planning on going, are you? Or I won't be making it. Um, got some other plans, kind of tied to the NFL right now, but. Um... I will be doing everything I can to be tuned in. No doubt about that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll be going live too through YouTube as well while I'm up there. Yes. Yeah. So, so just, we have we have them covered. Yeah. So just a little heads up. If you're there, look for Craig and Rashawn. You'll see them there. But uh, we're here to kind of talk and do a little bit of preview because uh, it's exciting. It's been kind of a little slow, a little dead after the national signing day. I mean, certainly things have been going on, but this is kind of that little bit of a boost to kind of get you back in the football spirit before uh, you go into that really kind of dead quiet period uh, until we get into August. So we're going to be going around a little round table here for just thoughts, things that we want to see with the spring game. Um, I'll kind of facilitate some of the, some of the questions and everything, but uh, just general things. Uh, actually we'll go with specific players. Uh, we'll go ahead and start with Zeke, uh, like a specific player or two that you're really going to be watching with their performance uh, for the spring game? Big Mike, man. Big Michael Wenyu is somebody that's, um, that's the first person I think about when I think about this whole season. Um, you know, is, is, is he ready to, to be that, you know, that anchor at the right guard spot that will allow us to, you know, to run for first downs on third and one, you know, that'll allow us to keep pressure from coming up 
the middle of, for, of on William Spate where he's gotten um, you know gotten himself into trouble with with uh, pressure right up the middle in the pocket. So, you know, my number one guy that I, I just want to see every snap, if if I could get a solo on him, would be you know Big Mike Wenyu. I feel like I feel like whether it's Caesar Ruiz or or Patrick Kugler at center, you know, with Bredesen on the other side, I feel comfortable that you know that 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 spot will be adequate. But I think Big Mike could actually dominate. And if he is, again, if he's ready to do it this year as a redshirt freshman, that really cleans up a lot of um, a lot of mistakes I saw last year. And, and I hate to pick on the guy, but I know for a fact Kyle Kalis was responsible for at least two out of our three losses. There's just no doubt in my mind <laughs> at that right guard spot. And whether it was his fault or not, I feel like, with Big Mike there, he's more athletic. He's a, a stronger guy. Um, obviously, very intelligent. You know, the first and foremost for me, it's it's Big Mike Awenu and his uh, progress. Yeah, we've spent plenty of time, Craig and I, talking about the offensive line. That's been a big topic during the off season. So I know that we'll be touching more on that as we go. Uh, Rashawn, the first player that you're going to be kind of uh, watching or highlighting here for the spring game coming up. I'm gonna say uh, um, Spate. You know, I want to see if he can take the next level as a quarterback, you know, to get us over the hump. And, um, you know, it's really his team. You know, we don't rebuild, we reload. So I'm really uh, excited about the weapons at his disposal this year. And uh, I just want to see if he can take the next step. So I'll be watching him closely just to see, you know, how he's uh, playing since, he, you know, he come back from the injury, you know, because he was on fire before that uh, injury. And, um uh, no, so for me, it'd be uh, Spade. I want to see how Spade uh, performs. He's number one. All right. Yeah, very pivotal there with the uh, quarterback position. And uh, him, as well as everybody fighting for their starting position, as always. So we'll see how he transitions into possibly the second year of his starting job. Uh, and then on to the other blue brother here with us, uh, Craig, uh, the player that you're really going to be focusing on probably the most for this weekend. Well, I really like what um, I like what Zeke pointed out because that was kind of where I was leading towards too. I like Owen Wenyu, and and he was going to be kind of my pick too because of the very fact that he was at on uh, Michigan had him on the defensive line, and then they're switching him over to the offensive line. So that's a great pick because you got a guy who who played on the defense and now on the offense. So obviously Jim Harbaugh is moving pieces around to see where they're going. Um, you know, the interesting thing is um, I would like to see – it's tough to pick one. I, I want to put pick on the offensive line really bad, but it's really difficult because, you know, where are you going to put Mason Cole in this, you know, and, you know, is he, he, he good and where's Bredesen going to go at left guard? Is he going to get moved around? Does Mason Cole move out? And then you put Ruiz in there like Zeke mentioned, which is pretty interesting too. Um, so there's going to be a lot of pieces and I think Jim Harbaugh is going to move a lot of things around in the spring game to see what's going to happen. But, you know, I think, you know, it's really tough for me to pick one guy because, you know, they're missing a lot of players, you know, Kayla's Braden and Magnuson. But, uh, I would say Mason Cole, because I, I think he's the one guy that I think's got the question mark because I'm not exactly sure they're keyed in on him on at center. And I want to see where they put him because they're obviously going to need him, but I don't know where they're going to put him because Ruiz might be just good enough to get into that center position to, you know, strengthen that offensive line. So he would be my pick. 
Yeah, with the offensive line, like I had already just mentioned, there's so much that can be said because, honestly, I have down here uh, all the names because I I will be watching all of them, just kind of critiquing, getting thoughts from uh, performances from last year to this year, and then we also have the incoming freshmen and everything with that. Um, but probably the person at the top of my list, just from the things that I've heard, um, and I'm interested to see more of a performance from them, is uh, Devin Bush Jr., uh, yep. uh, looking at the draft board and everything that they had, he went top five for the spring game draft. So uh, it looks like he's made great improvements and people are pretty high on him. So I'm really interested to see um, maybe what's changed, how he does on the field and everything. And um, so switching kind of from uh, your guys' ideas of looking on the offense, me looking at the defense because we're losing – quite a few guys there, uh, but still like uh, Rashawn even just said, you know, it's not rebuilding, it's reloading. Uh, but I am excited about uh, Devin Bush Jr. to see what he's doing. So uh, I guess kind of to stick with the uh, theme that we've almost uh, got started here, the offense. Uh, I talked about the offensive line and the quarterback. Um, there are a lot of changes happening all over the team, but on the offense, that was where we struggled last year. So um, we'll go back to Zeke. And what would you like to see now, not talking players specific, but uh, just offensive as a whole, what do you want to see from the spring game to make you feel better about the offense this year than how it ended with last year? Well, that's that's interesting. I I kind of like the uh, some of the things I I heard um, a couple of months ago when when they brought Pep Hamilton in and, and talking about adding a couple of receivers into some of the formations with uh you know being able to spread it out. I think we have a a, a plethora of slot receivers, whether it's McDoom, Nate Johnson, um, you know, just a, a lot of guys Crawford that could that could work the slots that could work in you know, short areas and, and get, um, and get favorable matchups. So I'm interested to see, to see us add that part, um, you know, that aspect to the offense. And from what I understand, Mason Cole is, hasn't been had very many reps at center, um, in spring practice that it looks like he's going to go to left tackle and Bredesen is going to go to guard and, and Kugler and, uh, and Ruiz are going to fight it out for that center spot with, and with, with uh, obviously that right tackle being an unknown right now, of uh, it'd be interesting to see if big Chuck Filiaga could come in and take that spot in the fall. But yeah, I think the one the one additional element, I, I was a little bit, and not to talk about last year, I was just a little bit upset with the way we used Jabril on offense last year. I thought uh, I thought he could have just had some just line up at tailback and throw him, you know, get him a toss as opposed to always running out of that wildcat left or right. Um, so I was just a little bit bummed out how we used Jabril, and uh, and hopefully this year we could, um, you know, we'll have a nice one-two punch with Evans and Kareem Walker where we can get rid of some of those negative plays that, you know, some of those where we were just trying some things. Yeah, very true, very true. Speaking of the running game, I know Craig's talked about it before, uh, I'll, so I'll kind of uh, keep the conversation going that way, sticking with the offense, moving to the running game. Uh, Craig, your thoughts with the running game going in the spring game? Uh, 
some of the running backs uh, and your just thoughts on their performances and what you'd like to see because we are losing Smith and uh, the offensive line is in question. So what are your thoughts with uh, maybe what we'll be watching for or seeing on Saturday? Well, it's everything's predicated on the whole offensive line. It really is. And, you know, it's tough to the reason I think uh, all of us guys are talking about offensive line, because I think, you know, it, you don't have a strong, uh, uh, strong line and that pushes the pile and opens up holes, then you really don't have a running game. So it's really difficult to, to, you know, like somebody like Smith, who on the other hand, you know, occasionally had, you know, opened up holes. He, he found holes. Okay. He wasn't the best, but he was also, the, he was able to break tackles too. So, because he was big and strong. So he was able to um, make up for sometimes the offensive line who didn't create holes that, you know, weren't open and weren't there. So um, I think Evans is going to do really well. I know he's, he's packed on some weight and he's got some muscle going, which is great because he's kind of on the small side, but I think he's got vision. He's quick. He's very good. And I think he's going to do really well. And like Zeke said, talking about Walker, um, being there, um, he's the only question mark is, I don't know. I haven't heard a lot about him yet. I think he's going to do great. I don't, I don't think we brought him in for him just to kind of uh, stand around, but, uh, um, you know, Higdon is an interesting player um, to use, too, because he's kind of a shortened stature. I actually like his running style a little bit um, just because he likes to he gets small when he goes through the pot when, when he gets to that first level. He likes to shrink down just a good way to run. But Evans has, the I think, a good grasp on this uh, running back position. Um I think Jim Harbaugh is just going to keep using multiple backs. And the very fact is, you know, you got Isaac there and I think he's just going to be more of the goal line running back. So, yeah, I, um, those are definitely the two names that you hear the most are, uh, Evans and Walker. And so it's almost like Higdon gets, uh, forgotten about there. So it will be kind of interesting to see because he definitely had his games last year. So, uh, it'll be interesting to see how he performs. Might not be able to tell a whole lot from the spring game, but uh, he's just like everybody else out there fighting for a, a starting position, and maybe he'll make strides in his improvement. So uh, Rashawn talked about the quarterback position, and so I'm interested to hear your thoughts then about the ones who will be receiving the ball from him and moving to the wide receiver core. Big change there from last year to this year. Uh, any particular thoughts uh, specifically with that group? Well, I think the freshmen will get a lot of run. In particular, I'm talking about Tariq Black, as they call him, Tariq the Freak, doing practice. And uh, Donovan Peoples, they say these guys are making spectacular uh, progress, spectacular plays and catches consistently in and out of the practices. And um, I see them getting a lot of uh, run to go with this. And uh, something me and Zeke was talking about, too, on the radio, uh, Mo Ways, man, uh, Mm. I think Mo Ways is going to be a very, very special player this year. Um, the type of guy that's going to make some noise and uh, have some NFL teams coming his way real soon. So I'm really excited about the uh, the receiving core. But every, like like you guys said, it all starts up front. I believe they brought Caesar in to play. You know, he's an athletic center, a type of center we haven't had at Michigan in a mm-hmm. very, very long time. And um, I'm really excited about about this team and these young players. I can't wait to see him. 
Yeah, well, I'll stick with the wide receiver core for a second. Uh, talking about Peoples and everything uh, recently came out about how the coaches were talking about how he's basically like working for greatness. Peoples is uh, 100% sold. He's working 110%. He's all in. I mean, he's got me excited. I know he's got a lot of other people excited. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how quickly he'll be able to come in and uh, make an impact. I mean, I'm, I'm certain that he's going to do things this year, but the question is how big of a splash is he going to make right away? So uh, that'll be fun to watch him on Saturday um, and see how he progresses. I also wanted to make mention myself then of uh, McDoom. Different things have been said about him recently, and it's interesting to see uh, that they've been moving him around a lot, uh, inside wide receiver, outside. But then also they were even bringing up that uh, he's been doing things with punt returns. So, I mean, this is definitely one team, one coaching staff that you will never uh, hear that they have a lack of creativity because if they think somebody can do something or if somebody wants to try to do something, like even where how they were talking about Jordan Lewis last year with offense, uh, I don't think they're going to hesitate and they're just going to be like, pull the trigger, try it, see what happens, and if something sticks, go with it. So uh, McDoom will be kind of interesting to see if they showcase any of the things that he's been working on in the spring game, but I'm definitely certainly excited for him for 2017. So, um, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, exactly right. And I think McDoom is, you know, obviously the speedster, and he's got so much, he's lightning quick. So they're going to use him, obviously, on returns and special teams. But uh, yeah. I think Zeke did. He did point this out about talking about a lot of the guys are really good at the slot area. Where I think Spate had some success in certain games with Perry and hitting him in 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 the Ohio State game. Where I, you know, you know me, uh, Caleb. I mentioned that quite a bit during you know when we you and I would text back and forth that they, you know I thought Spate didn't look to his uh, slot guys as much. You know he's too busy eyeball and Darbo or chess, you know, usually Darbo and butt. And that was about it. But, um, then there, you know, Perry could be wide open, but, uh, those are the kind of guys I'm talking about that, you know, that could take over and do really, really well. Yeah. It's almost like watching to see if Spade can work more on his, uh, progression and kind of get off of those receivers that it kind of sticks with a little, uh, a little bit, maybe too much. Cause I do remember us having that conversation before, so uh, lots of uh, thoughts here, definitely on the offense. But you cannot overlook uh, Michigan's great defense that we've had. And I don't think anybody really doubts that Michigan's going to have another great defense with Don Brown and his uh, unit of dudes, as he likes to call it. Uh, so changing up the order here a little bit, we'll bounce uh, to Rashawn here to get some thoughts on the defense here coming with the spring game. Really excited. I'm really, really excited about Rashawn Gary taking the next step. Uh, Mo Hurst, Mike McCray, Devin Bush. We got Josh, David Long, LaVert Hill. I mean, Donovan Jeter. I mean, we, we got some guys out there, some dudes that can do it. So I'm really um, excited about this defense. You know, I'll have my eyes keyed in on the defensive side of the ball, watching every play and every player. Because I want to see who's going to step up. You know, Ambry Thomas hearing great things about him. Kalik Hudson, Jalen Kelly Powell playing that Viper position. And um, one thing um, Coach Brown was saying that um, Ambry Thomas came to play. You know, this kid yeah. uh, didn't come to sit on the bench. He, he brought that up in the first uh, 
interview that he had um, outside of the spring first practice. You know, he was talking about this kid, how he's standing out. So he's like, um, you know, he's really excited about, uh, he said he, he was saying his exact quote was, he'd rather have youth that's talented than having some old guys that can't play. And he was like, we surely loaded and did an outstanding job on the recruiting trail. So he's excited to uh, have these ingredients and um, continue to cook up an amazing defense. Nice. That's that's definitely what you want to want to hear. So, uh, Craig, just yeah. uh, in general thoughts. Uh, I mean, is a specific player you're looking at, or a specific unit on the defense? Yeah. For the Saturday. Uh, boy, our defense is going to be really strong. Obviously, our secondary is going to be really interesting. Like uh, Rashawn was saying, um, just. You know, I like Ambry Thomas and where, you know, I think he's going to be pushing, you know, some of these guys at corner, um, David Long and LaVert Hill to get some playing time. And he's right. He, the guy's way too talented. But the guy I'm I'm keying on and it's the biggest position because of last year. And that's uh, Khalid Cudson. You know, he's going to be at that uh, linebacker position and the Viper. And he's take, he's going to be t- pretty much taking over for Jabril Peppers and what he could do. And, and I think that guy is going to be really special. I think he's talented. I think he's, he wants it. I think he's hungry to fill that. Uh, I think he wants to be better than Jabril, uh, which is going to be tough, but um, he, uh, he definitely has a talent and that's the key position. I think I'm going to be looking forward to, uh, to see how he can do, uh, coming from somebody as amazing as in you know, almost you know one of the top players at Michigan ever um, to see what Kalee Kill uh, Hudson can do. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. So then uh, Zeke defense. Are you looking more at the uh, players that are returning uh, that have been with the team last year? Or are you going to be eyeballing more of the uh, incoming? recruits and watching them on the defensive side of the ball for the spring game. So my thoughts on the defense is there was a reason you didn't see Mike McCray and, and Hearst name in those top five picks is because you probably won't be seeing them play very much. <laughs> um, and, and there's probably a reason that, that O'Corn and Wilton Spader are on the same team because Wilton's probably not going to play that much. So, that being said, the defense will dominate this game. We're not going to see a whole lot of running. And with the way that they do the draft, you're not going to see the offensive line, you know, the starters together um, because obviously they've been picked on either side of the ball. So with all that being said, the defense, in my opinion, this year is is, is going to be and has to be led by the defensive line. The most talent um on this defense is on this team is on that defensive line. Um, Brian Monet is due one breakout NFL year. I believe that's this year. Um, obviously Hurst is a first round talent, first round draft pick. Um, Rashawn Gary's a first round draft pick in just another year after that. And Chase Winovich is playing himself, um, obviously onto somebody's NFL roster. And with what I'm hearing from about Jeter um, and Carlo Kemp, um, it, it, and, and what Solomon could potentially bring to this defensive line. Now you're talking about that eight deep rotation again, um, mm-hmm. possibly with Luigi Villane. And I think the overall speed and, and, and power of this defensive line, um, although we had three guys obviously on going that would be playing the NFL from last year's, 
I don't think that it's it's as explosive as these guys can be. So, you know, we're we're young on the back end, but we got Tyree Kennel to play that that deep Earl Thomas position, right? He's our quarterback. He's our experience. He can get those guys lined up. And if this defensive line does what I think it's capable of doing, I mean, even the kid Hudson out of Ohio is just an absolute animal. Um, I think I think we can dominate teams with our D line. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, definitely, it's looking like it's going to be another year where the defense leads the team, which is fine and acceptable. But uh, definitely hoping that the offense kind of bridges that gap a little bit and brings a little bit closer on their level of performance. Uh, sticking with the defense, though, I did want to uh, uh, make a little mention. Uh, I'll, I'll admit my little bias and everything here, but uh, to our friend uh, Jamark Woods, hearing good things about him and his uh, competition there to be uh, fighting for spots on the defense and everything. Good to be hearing that. Uh, It was great being able to interview him last year. So I definitely want to give him a little highlight and shout out. I am, I I don't think anybody can deny that uh, just like Zeke was saying, the level of athletes that we have on the defense, but then also Absolutely, with the coaching, Don Brown, uh, Dr. Blitz and everything, uh, the defense is going to be all over the place. Uh, Definitely going to be different. Uh, Craig even, uh, of course, brought it up where uh, Peppers is going to be gone, but it's going to be exciting, that's for sure. So uh, I want to make sure that I'm giving you guys the uh, open platform to talk about anything else that you want to uh, because – there's a lot going to be going on with the spring game, uh, always different facets and everything. So uh, if there's anything that we I have not targeted or anything, give me some uh, other thoughts uh, that you have for Saturday, uh, whatever it is, and go ahead and share your thoughts here for everybody before we kind of get towards the end. And because, uh, yeah, we're going, I'm trying to keep track of time so we don't go too far over an hour or anything. But we'll go back to Zeke then. Uh, just general thoughts and everything for Saturday um, with the spring game. You know, it's the kicking game, crazy enough. Um, we're going to have a brand-new kicking game and a brand-new return game. And, mm-hmm. you know, we saw that our, our return game, um, especially the punt return game last year, was a weapon. I mean, it helped us in terms of field position on several games. So, um, you know, how do we, uh, you know, how do we um, replace our, our entire special teams for the most part? So interested in that, hopefully Quinn Nordine steps up and he, he's that guy. And, um, you know, that's as crazy as it sounds. I mean, that's one of the biggest unknowns on the team is, uh, you know, who's going to be playing those positions. Absolutely. I mean, you can't overlook that at all because, um, I, I mean, it, it almost went under the radar with how much of a difference that often made. I was even watching uh, tape. Uh, it was either today or yesterday watching some of the returns, and you were absolutely right, Zeke. Just the field position that we got on some things was pivotal in some situations. So it will yeah. be interesting to watch that. Um, I'll jump in here real quick about what Zeke was talking about. That's a good point that uh, we're talking about a guy we miss, you know, Kenny Allen. He he was a, a dual guy. He was punter and kicker so for us. And he did 
very well at punting too and got, you know, within the 10 yard line and a lot of those punts that helped us win. So that is a you know, good point. Now we got Brad Robbins coming in, a freshman punter. So we're going to have a, you know, Norton and you're going to have a new kicker and you're going to have a, actually a new punter too. So, you know, Kenny Allen is a missed cog in this machine that we had last year. And it's going to be interesting to see what those two guys are going to do. Yeah, it's uh, we got a little spoiled there. I mean, I know that everybody uh, gives a hard time for Allen and the uh, one huge blemish that everyone uh, everyone kind of reverts back to from last season. But we got spoiled on some of the stuff, especially with that uh, that punk game and everything. So I'm glad that somebody brought that up because uh, I may not have made mention with that. Um, but uh, having having you just talking there, Craig. Uh, any other thoughts that you want to share for Saturday? Um, well, you know, I think, you know, interesting thing is obviously I don't, I, I agree. I don't think Spade will play very much, but, um, you know, I, you know, and I, I like to see how Peters does, you know, and he, uh, you know, and I, I think I've talked to you before about, uh, I, Spade, I think is going to have a great year and I think he's, he, he's going to be fantastic this year as our quarterback but i'm also one of those guys i and i mentioned in our last podcast as i said uh, you know i kind of like a quarterback that grows and matures along with the his players within the certain year like henny did uh, like chad henny did and you know and i in a way i kind of wanted to see peters challenge spade a little bit more and i think spade Obviously, he's going to win the position, but man, it, it, it to me, I kind of wanted Peters to win it because of the very fact is I want to see Peters grow with Peoples and Tariq Black and all those uh, freshmen, you know, sophomore uh, receivers, and then grow with them, and then we can have that powerhouse. But uh, um, it, what I'm going to be interested in seeing is what Spate and who he connects with, and who he. I know Darbo was his his main guy he was throwing to and, but, but it would be interesting to see who he's targeting this time. So, and you know, there's a lot of question marks, but uh, you know, he's got a lot of weapons, but uh, we'll see who he's focused on. Yeah, totally. Uh, that, that's a great example of uh Henny when he was at quarterback. Yeah. Growing with your, the players around you running back wide receivers, uh, linemen, everything like that. I mean, it just, helps you gel a little bit more. So not that it's a huge detriment or anything, but it will be kind of interesting to see that transition because of all the changes from last year to this year. So uh, then the crazy on... thing is uh, Spade has two more years left of eligibility. <laughs> so technically <laughs> he could grow with them. <laughs> yeah. Well, and yeah, and, you know, and then you're going to hear the whole, man, Spade feels like he's been at Michigan forever. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he'll be like the old man on the team. He'll be the dad of the team. <laughs> so it will be interesting to watch that. I mean, uh, it's quarterback. I mean, that's that's Harbaugh's thing. So it will be interesting to see if uh, who rises to the occasion. I mean, because we have definitely gotten the quarterback recruits uh, for the past couple of uh, recruiting classes. So we'll have to watch that. And, uh, they're all gunning for him, so it's a competition. It'll be fun to watch for sure. One thing that I wanted to mention is uh, the – and uh, it's definitely going to be watched very closely because of uh, the unexpected things that happened uh, during the off off season. but tight end. 
I mean, we're losing Jake, but uh, we lost. Um, oh wow, why am I blanking? Devin Asiasi. Uh, thank you to UCLA. I knew where it went. Couldn't think of the name. Um, so the tight end position, which is another kind of key element that you see uh, Harbaugh use uh, in different ways and everything, uh, we we took two big hits with that. So that is something that we're hoping to see someone step in and want to lead that group moving forward. So that's something that I want to watch. Uh, all the tight ends, uh, how they perform. Uh, of course, Wheatley is a big name in that position. Need a guy. Uh, we've got good good ones for receiving. We've got good ones for blocking. We're looking for the total package, so we're hoping that uh, somebody steps into that and uh, we can see uh, maybe a little hint of that this Saturday. So You guys covered a lot of great things. So Saturday, what I want to see is them come out healthy and uh, see who's going to progress and take the next step. But um, Brandon Peters can play, man, and I'm just interested to see how this is going to play out the whole thing with him and Michigan yeah. and you know yeah. that's pretty much my take on that nobody yeah <laughs> yeah it's the it's the future future of the team man and quarterback is uh as everybody knows the most important stuff in Michigan even outside of Harbaugh is known for some good quarterbacks i.e. the GOAT the Tom Brady so uh yeah quarterbacks are fun to watch we'll be checking that out so like we said uh, if you are there and able to make it Saturday, keep your eyes open for uh, Rashawn and Craig. So, yep, we kind of pulled this here together last minute. Uh, thanks to uh, Zeke and Rashawn for being willing to work with our schedule. We were just kind of, I mean, mainly we were talking about this morning. We pulled it together to get all four of us on here. So uh, thanks, Zeke. Thank- wow. <laughs> thanks, Zeke. Thanks, Rajan, uh, for joining us. I'm having like a tongue twister here. So uh, thanks for joining us. And we'll definitely uh, maybe next week or sometime coming up, we'll do maybe a little look back at the spring game. But we can't forget, I think last year we did like the way too early uh, looking at the uh, next season. So we'll we'll have to connect during the off season with all of us and keep doing some of these megacast episodes. So no doubt about it. No doubt about it. We got to at least do a season preview and maybe a a recap from this uh from this recruiting weekend because there's a lot of names that are uh planning on being at the spring game although we just lost uh mr dallas gant uh number one outside linebacker ohio kid decided he was going to go to the ohio state spring game and the notre dame visit so um i think uh, i think i heard where he was he was kind of leaning that way but um Still a kid that's still pretty high on Michigan, but a lot of uh, a lot of big timers coming in town with um, the, the Muhammad kid, the tight end number thirty overall in the country, uh, Brevin Jordan, uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson, the big dual threat quarterback from Bishop Gorman. So I'm just real excited about uh, about all the all the recruits coming in. Yeah, it's big time for that spring game. Always get those recruits in. So yeah, sometimes you get big splash and you get a lot of things going on. Uh, sometimes it's uh, a little slow and methodical and uh, things wind up progressing over time. So for sure recruits this weekend. So um, uh, thanks Zeke. We appreciate it. And uh, thanks Rashawn. We will be in touch and we will have you guys back on here. As always, my pleasure. Oh yeah. Blue network guys. Thanks for everything. We always appreciate it. All right. 
Go, go blue. blue, fellas. Yeah, take care. Nobody. All right. <laughs> Nobody. All right. Well, yeah, that's always awesome when we can get everybody together from the Blue Network to talk about football. Uh, we'll definitely have to be getting everybody together more often during the off season. Uh, we've got things in works for interviews again. Uh, just like last year, we're going to try to bring that back this year and work it into our schedules. But thanks again to Rashawn and Zeke for joining us. So, uh, yeah, Craig, you're the lucky one. You might be going Saturday, so... If you go, yeah. you better have fun. Yeah, I hope the weather holds out. But, um, you know, I think it's going to be – I think a lot of people might be going just because of the very fact there's so many question marks and they want to see in a good way. I mean, there's certainly a lot of positions that a lot uh, people aren't aware of or they're just they, – they don't know what to expect, you know. And so they're – it's going to be – cool to see who steps up during the t that time and who really takes the spring game seriously. So, Yeah, it, it will be interesting. It, it, spring games are always tough, though, uh, because, I mean, we touched on it a little bit. It's just like a lot of people are going to play. You're not necessarily playing at 100%, so... But uh, but we'll be watching. It's always fun. It's always interesting. So, yeah, I do agree with you. I hope it's good weather. Uh, so that people can go and have some fun. So, uh, but if you guys have reactions to the the game, uh, feel free to call our uh, voicemail and share your thoughts. Uh, because we're always, I think we had a good um, reaction or return of calls last year after the spring game. So we want to put that out there again this year. That people want to share their thoughts uh, from the spring game, you can give us a call at 551-258-3276. That number, uh, easy to remember, is 551-BLUE-BRO. And leave us a voicemail, and we can share uh, people's thoughts about the spring game and their reaction um, afterwards. So, yeah, we... Mm -hmm. We haven't done that in a while. Haven't got a lot of, uh, a lot of voicemails, so feel free to join us with that. And I think that'll do that. Do it for this week's episode. Yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, good, uh, good having those guys on, and we'll do it again. Good, good times. I get. I guess it's good to have you back, Craig. It's okay. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I know you miss me. I'm not. I'm not going too overboard. I'm not like giving to you too much credit. So. <laughs> Yeah, we always have fun. So we're excited about uh, Saturday, and you know, we're and the thing is, is we want to know what everybody thinks. You know, it's you know just our opinion on some of the things we see and observe, but uh, we always like to hear what other people see, and maybe we miss something. Yeah, we've got uh, we've gotten some of those really good ones where people bring up things that Craig and I don't bring up, and uh, everybody's got a different perspective. Everybody's got different insights, so we always appreciate that. So we will uh, go ahead and close things out, though, for this week. We thank you guys for tuning in. We hope you guys have a good rest of the week and can make it to the game. So go Blue. Yep. Go Blue. <laughs> <laughs>